0: Alan Turing is the man most credited with the invention of the modern computer. The mathematical theorems he developed underpin almost every electronic device today. They help us understand the limits of what is computable and even provide insights into the nature of intelligence. During the Second World War, he helped design machines which cracked the German secret codes at Bletchley Park, arguably shortening the war by years and saving millions of lives. I cannot think of another single individual whose contribution made this much difference. And yet, despite his achievements, he's largely unknown to the English-speaking world, except, of course, amongst computer scientists, where his work forms a big chunk of every student's first-year studies. It's obvious why Turing is not as well-known as other scientists with comparable achievements. He was an out-gay man in an era when to be gay was an imprisonable offence. In 1952, Turing was convicted of gross indecency and punished with a bizarre form of chemical castration. He was to be given regular injections of oestrogen, the female hormone. This bizarre quack treatment was intended to decrease his libido. However, it drove him to profound depression and ultimately led to his own suicide. In February of this year, the government refused a petition to grant Turing a posthumous pardon. It was denied on the basis that Turing's actions were indeed a crime at the time. Lord Sharkey advised that we should not try to put right what cannot be put right. However, we should strive never again to return to these cruel policies. He may have a valid legal point, but it does leave us profoundly unsatisfied. And so that brings me on to a proposal by Thomas Thurman. Thomas, can you introduce yourself?
1: I'm a, a programmer. I work for a large mobile phone company working on back-end services for, for the handsets.
0: You've had an idea that you'd like to pitch to our thousands of delusion listeners. So, can you hit us with it? What is your big idea?
1: Right. Well, the uh, current 10-pound note, which has power on it, is due to be replaced fairly soon. And since it's coming up to the 100th anniversary of Alan Turing's birth, um, I've w- I put forward a petition to uh, the Treasury to uh, have uh, Turing on the next issue of the banknotes, the £10 notes.
0: So how can you be so confident that the Bank of England will be printing a new design of £10 note?
1: When they release banknotes, they go in series. So uh, currently, we are mostly on series E, uh, and the series tends to last about 10 years. And we've already had the series F for the 50 and and uh, the 20, but um, the the 10 is on still on series E.
0: The 10 pound note you're referring to is the one which currently features Charles Darwin. Now, could you live with being the man who kicked Charles Darwin off the 10 pound note?
1: Well, no, I couldn't. It would be uh, it would be a terrible thing uh, uh, to to lose Darwin, but uh, unfortunately. We, uh, we have to lose Series E at some point. New security features come in and so on. And uh, so they, all, they always redesign the notes every 10 years. It's a, it's a terrible shame to lose Darwin, but um, if, uh, if we have to, I would rather we had Turing.
0: I think Turing is a fair exchange for Darwin. To me, they seem to be scientists of similar caliber importance. Mm-hmm. And I think we could definitely consider the legacy of their works. In fact, there's almost no British scientist other than Turing who can really compete with Darwin. It it, it seems like an eminently sensible idea. But how did you come up with this idea? Give me the exact moment that it dawned on you that this is what Great Britain needs right now.
1: I've been thinking for a while about Turing's legacy. And it occurred to me that with the banknote reissue coming up, many people I talked to about it had never heard of Turing. Everybody uses uh, his work every day. It's made uh, a massive difference to everybody's lives, And nobody knows, apart from computer scientists, who was behind it. And I think it's terribly sad because um, you know his story deserves to be told. And uh, he, need, he deserves to be honoured just as much as, uh, as, as Darwin or anybody else who's been in the back notes, many of them more, in fact.
0: Yeah, I share this sentiment because you know, I also make a living as a computer scientist and I've studied Turing's work and every single working day of my life I get money because of the things that Turing invented and I pretty much owe this one man for the food on my table and the home I live in. Arguably the whole country we live in might have been a very different sort of place without this man and his ideas.
1: Yeah, I've, um, I have I agree. I've um, I studied computer science and um, I've worked my whole life as a programmer and I've noticed uh, over today, since the since the petition went up, there's been uh, a large amount of the interest has been from other programmers who know what Cheering's uh, legacy was. But I've noticed there's also, um, I as a bit of background, I'm bisexual myself, I've seen a large number of uh, people from uh, gay, lesbian, bisexual communities um, who also see Cheering as a hero, being a great man who was also, as it happens, gay. Um, and who uh, and have also uh, signed on to the petition.
0: Thomas's petition has just passed 10,000 votes, which is one-tenth of the minimum required to get this proposal debated in the House of Commons. I'm sure that James wouldn't mind if I ask you to pause this podcast right now, go to the Pod Delusion website, and follow the link on the show notes. You can sign the e-petition, and then hopefully share the news on your own social networks. I can't think of a better way to ensure that we never return to the cruelty of the 1950s than to make the tragedy of Alan Turing known to everybody with a tenner in his pocket. This is Salem Fadley for The Pod Delusion.